OMG, y'all. I was not planning on getting on to my podcast until I had something important to say. Because, you know, when you push out episode after episode after episode, you can just lose it sometimes. I think, ooh, see, now I'm about to have a random ramble, y'all. I'm going to stick to my main point, though, before I even go into that. I had to get on here, though, because I have to talk about something that I'm, like, extremely passionate about. And, like, I can't write this down. I can't let myself lose this thought. Like, it's a big deal to me. And it's not even just because I myself experienced it or I myself grew up in an environment where I'd seen, heard, felt, etc. these things. It's more so because it's real out here in these streets, y'all. Like, it's budging real. I said I'm going to start working on my cursing too because I got a lot of little ninos that like to sneak onto my website and listen to my podcast. As a matter of fact, shout out to my little youngins because you guys are really the ones that are listening to me. So I didn't ask to be a role model. I don't want to be the example in all cases. However, if I got little ones that have their ears perked to me, I want to be able to speak knowledge to my youngins without them having to be littered with language. That's one of those things. Look, when you grow up, if you want to be a sailor like me, I salute. I love my sailors out there. We like to talk real. We like to talk, you know, like we need to wash our clothes. And (laughs) so, you know what I'm saying? I'm serious. I'm about to keep it real right for y'all youngins. I'm not going to curse unless I absolutely have to. There are some situations where, like last week's, not like last week's. I want to say last week because that's how usually podcasts go. Again, guys, I promise I will get back to why I hopped up on here. My topic is domestic violence, by the way, today. So um, everybody out there, like I know I got some sensitive listeners. If you're not down for, you know, talking about this a little bit today and like really for real, I need a freaking laptop, by the way, because I need to be able to like tote these statistics out. I do them for my brain and I get pretty good guys, but I'm really big on numbers. I don't like to give people false stats. You know, juking stats is not my thing. So I'm going to try and stay away from stat talk. Um, but yeah, the topic this this week, <laughs> maybe one day I'll limit myself to weekly. I don't know, y'all. That's the thing about being me. When you're mentally inspired, you got a lot to say. So you can just crank stuff out. You don't really need to be like, oh, I must release one episode each week for my listeners. No, I must release content for my listeners. So anyways, um, back to my point. Domestic violence, guys, ooh, it's real out here in these streets. It really is real. Like, And I'm personally, I'm, I will share this without hesitation, you guys. There is something that I want to do to all of my listeners and that I want to do to all my people and that I want to do for anyone that has gone through this, anyone who's been a part of this, anyone who's been affected by this. It's called giving shame back. Let me say that again. It's called giving shame back. That's what I'm going to call this episode, giving shame back give shame back do not let people shame you period i do not like to give advice i really am i'm that friend that like i'm gonna listen to everything you have to say to me and i'm gonna be like do you want my opinion or do you want to have fun like you guys anybody that knows me that is exactly what i'm gonna say to somebody because look i will give you my opinion but y'all not gonna like it period you just not gonna like it so most of the time i've learned that it's bigger deal to you know be there for somebody and hear them out and just be that person that they know they can trust and lean on to like have some real conversation with than to be like i need to tell you how to solve your problem like nah you gotta let people solve their own problems like you can be there in the background like yo if you need me i'm here you know but you can't be like this is how you solve it 
Because if that's how you do people, like, they ain't going to listen. That's why That's why my youngins love me. Because you can come up to me with, like, you know, I want to try this new weird wowzoo type thing. And I'm going to be like, whoa, all right, that's serious. Let's talk about it. You know, that's my thing. Let's talk about it, guys. We can talk about this. Uh, it's going to be serious. I know it's going to be serious, but we can navigate this situation. I am your captain. See, I told y'all I was a sailor. We get into deep waters. So anyways, um, <laughs> man, I'm analogy crazy. Anyways, though, that's that Augsburg. Shout out Augsburg. Woo woo. All my Augies out there. Um, good, at, good, good. Ooh, I almost did it. It's a very good education. It's worth every penny. I highly recommend and I highly recommend utilizing the services that are out there for us because they have an amazing service center full of awesome people. Shout out to Jen Simon. She got me through college. Woo. She really did, y'all. Anyway, back on topic. I want to talk about um, giving shame back today because I feel like when you go through a experience like domestic violence, it's dehumanizing. Like someone is treating you like you're not a freaking person with a heartbeat. Like I have to have that moment, you guys. Like seriously, how many times of a day? How many times in a year? When frick it? When is the last time? that you found your heartbeat without someone being like, listen to your heartbeat or let's check your pulse. Cause that's what it, they don't even say heartbeat. They'd be like, let's check your pulse, my ninja. No, your heartbeat. Where is your heart at? Listen to that. Wait, hold on. Y'all hear that? Find your heartbeat. What does that sound like? Mine sounds like this. That's my heartbeat. Like people need to know where that stuff, stuff is, man. That heartbeat, man. When you go through domestic abuse it's like somebody acting like you don't have a heartbeat like you're not a person like and I don't care how intelligent you are because see that's my downfall y'all y'all your greatest gift in some instances is your greatest Ooh, it's your asset but it's also your ass sorry kids but that's real we got to talk about it sometimes parents I apologize there are certain times like I said I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it as clean as I can I promise but that's one of those things like, whew, man, you got a heartbeat. It doesn't matter how intelligent you are. It's a matter of fact, if you're intelligent, you have the biggest heartbeat because you see all the problems and all the solutions and your mind is constantly trying to work it out for yourself and everyone around you. And you take it on like, this is my responsibility. Let's armor up. Then you got a mama that gives you a middle name like Nicole. So then you're like, I'm the victor of the people. Oh no, savior's complex. There we go into that DSM again. I mean, not the diagnostic statistical manual, but the doing some me. Anyway, though, back to the point. They act like you don't have heartbeat. Like, yo, I am here breathing. Like, and it's not just putting your hands on somebody. Because it's another thing. People be like, oh, I I mean, I had somebody who, I mean, in all honesty, I think this person has the heart of all hearts. And their intentions were, I don't feel their intentions were wrong. But when I... You know, I didn't even come out. That's another thing, y'all. Ooh, I didn't tell people what happened to me. My family had to find out when it was time to put up bail money. And my man was like, don't worry about it. Uh, got her. King it. Bam. That's my king right there. But anyways. Anyways. Um, you know, like, they didn't know what was going on until my stuff, you know, it had to be known. Like, y'all, I'm that one that will not be telling everybody my stuff. But that's why it's called giving shame back. Because once you get to a point where you realize, like, wait, hold on, this is not my fault. <laughs> this individual had some 
special sets of circumstances that they should have worked out before being in a one-on-one interpersonal relationship. And because they chose not to handle that, you just particularly had your own special set of circumstances. And those two things combined caused the kaboom shkanoom. Like, you know, this is why there's a table of elements. Y'all start getting into chemistry, which is a relationship. That means that we've got to work with the elements here. It can't just be you hot, I'm hot, let's bang. It has to have something else. Or in my case, it was you got food. You want to take me to eat? I'm fat. Let's eat. If you pay for dinner, I'm there. You know, this will happen to be a person who liked to pay for dinner. So lots of dinners led to lots of opportunities, led to you the main person buying dinner, led to you the only one buying dinner, led to now you taking my dinner. What is going on? You know, it goes there. So I'll take y'all on that walk one day. But um, I also decided look, when I first started this podcast, I was like, well, I want to do some great with my life. So, uh, you know, like I first started this podcast and I was like, I'm going to do something great with my life. I want to get back in contact with all my creative people that used to rock things for me. And I want to reach out and get back involved in what's going on in life. And I want to, you know, offer my services and start doing stuff that's volunteerism and putting the heart back into everything. You know, I was on it like that. So, yeah, you know, like I had plans and I was like, well, I got all this messy mess. That I just, ugh, I don't want to have to. And I've already cleaned up the mess. That's another thing, y'all. Like, I can talk about this stuff, and I'm, like, cool about it, and I can make light of it, not because it's silly-type topics and it's silly-type situations. Like, this stuff is not silly. It's deep. It's real deep. Like I said, we get into deep waters. We dive in. We surf in. We on the ocean. We, you know, doing all kinds of stuff here. But truth be told, I handled my, my stuff, you know. I'm on the up of things. Like, I always be telling my mans that, like, babe, you know, we took some real hits. We done had some real losses. Man, two hurricanes knocked us down. You know, when we talk about loss, we, we, done, went, we done went through it, human and otherwise, without telling business. Just saying, you know, like, life is real, but we're on the upswing now. It ain't no more, oh, it's messy mess keeping me in a mess and I have to deal with mess. It's all right. I got a clean slate. Tabla la rasa. Favorite freaking word for clean slate, by the way, guys. Vocab. Get up on that. You've got to use that brain and put that mouth to work with a brain behind it. Don't just say stuff. Put something fun there. So anyways, tabla la rasa. So that's something you can put down for clean slate. It's like starting over. It's a clean, it's fresh, tabla la rasa. So anyways, love that thing because that's where we're at now. So now it's like, mm, yeah, I lost everything, but it, I got everything called my life. And now that I got my life, I get to live it. <laughs> and I'm not about to jump into stuff I don't want to do. I done did that before. I remember when I was in college, I used to be like, what are you going to do, Brittany? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to be? And I'd be like... I want to go to class on time or when I get there. I want to turn my stuff in. I want to get my grade. And I want to do it as fast as I can because I'm trying to make money. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I want to make money. Why did you do communications? Because it's a blanket degree. Gives me a lot of opportunities to make money. Everything was about money to me. I wanted money. I wanted to get money. I wanted to make money. I wanted to make more money. I wanted my money to be making me money. I mean, money was my thing. That's what I did. I made money. People knew me buy money which what they used to call me big face Britney somebody used to call me I always was like oh I like money and I got money and I want money terrible effing terrible just slap me two faces bam bam both sides yeah I gotta punch myself in the face for that y'all I had issues 
when I got tissues now, I was like, man, that's why that's and that's why I be telling people domestic abuse is not just somebody punch you in the face. And by the way, they don't say that to you when they meet you. They don't be like, hey, my name is blah. I'm going to punch you in the face. Bam. Like, that's not how it goes, people. Stop acting like we just walked up on the scene like, ooh, I want someone to emotionally tear me down, beat me up, steal my stuff and make me look stupid with a bunch of kids. <laughs> no, Daniel, no, we didn't do that. We didn't ask for that. It happened and we all got our own story and a special set of circumstances that led up to wherever we are in life. We're all on different paths. We're all on a different journey. The only thing we got in common is this one thing and it brings us together on an issue that we got to deal with people. That's why I'm talking about this stuff. These are issues, y'all. We need tissues. I got some of them, not all of them. I need some other people with some other kinds of tissues to get with me so we can address these issues. Anyways, giving shame back. You've got to give shame back to the people who try and put it on you. You do not need to be ashamed of what happened to you. You don't have to be ashamed of what you did when it was going on. We act like it's not real, like people didn't do it, like it didn't happen. Like, no, it did. It's not okay. And I'm not about to hide my face about it neither. I don't got to shame you, but I'm going to give you your shirt, 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 your shiitake back. See, I had to stop myself from saying it. Hey, you got I got to give you your shiitake back. You know, you're not about to keep this shiitake up here in my toilet. Nah, bro, you got to flush it. That's your stuff. Come get it. Not mine. So give shame back. So that's like letting it be known, you know, it don't mean you got to go into it and see, that's what I didn't want to do. So that's again, bring it, bring it back to when I started this podcast. I started it because I wanted to be able to live my life without always having to go backwards. Even when my legal stuff started, my legal stuff started after I had already left the domestic violence situation. Like I was out. I was happy. I was like, life is good. My man is good. My food is good. We got stuff. Ooh, we got money. You know, like another person see me shining. They didn't take the, the L they took in the relationship loss. They lost the walking ATM. So it was a thing for them. Like, oh, I'm going to be vindictive. I'm going to blow your car up. I'm going to crash stuff. I'm going to cut the cords and the wires. I'm going to steal money out of the joint account. You know, it was like a thing. Oh, oh gosh. Like, I you know ninjas could do stuff like that. Whoo. And that's called financial abuse, guys. Financial abuse, yeah. When someone is like, oh, let's get a place together. Oh, let's go out to eat. People are like, I got somebody right now, an aunt of mine. I would never let someone abuse me. You've been abused in all your relationships. You just don't know it. Like, that's why they say go to domestic violence. And I'm gonna say this too. It takes a long time to get into the domestic violence group, but you should do it. And I'm saying you should do it. I'm giving advice again. Yup, yeah, I did it. Oops, oops, yeah, I did it. Remix, Rihanna, sorry, had to do it. Anyways, but um, you should go. I went to that. That's the Domestic Abuse Project over there in South Minneapolis up on Franklin. Shout out, they're the stuff. Good people over there doing good things for, for women. Um, but anywho, and they do good stuff for men. Cause if you're in a, a domestic violence relationship and you put your hands or your mouth on somebody or you did something you shouldn't have did in your relationship and you care about becoming a better person and dealing with whatever it is that really causing you. Sorry y'all, I be getting blown up. Me and my sister be going back and forth laughing about stuff. Anyways, yeah, follow me, Luna Moon. We be laughing, <laughs> that's what we do. So anyways, um, like you going through some things 
and you need to work on it because you don't want to be the type of person that loses your whole entire mind in front of your kids and put your hands on the woman that you really care about. Yeah, go and get you some services because it's not about shaming you. It's about dealing with the issues. See, tissues. That's why they got tissues up in there. Ooh, and they be having snacks. They got tea. It's the bomb, y'all. It's the bomb. It was like being pampered. It's like, it's restorative. You learn about loving yourself. Because how in the world are you going to be out here trying to love on somebody else and you don't even love yourself enough to deal with your own damn issues? Oops, sorry, guys. I did that. Bleep. Bleep me later. That's why That's why they put everything four seconds. Did y'all know that? There is no such thing as live TV. It's a live, but they lie. See, when you see live, say lie. It's not live. It's a lie. Ever since um, Janet's, you know, y'all know. If you're old enough to know what I'm talking about, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Ever since the Janet incident, the JJ incident, that's what we're going to call it, the JJ incident. Justin and Janet, they clowned, y'all. They clowned. Ever since that happened and he knew he did it on purpose. Y'all see how that privilege works? Justin Timberlake is the most downest, downest, coolest, pearl individual I know. However, well, I don't know him personally, but just saying about one of them, one of them, one of them cool pearl individuals. But you see how he's the one who did it and they made it her fault? You what? How they do? How they do that? Where they do that at? America. Anyways, back to the topic: domestic violence. So, go to um group wherever you find one that works for you. And you know something? If it don't work for you, find another one. Don't give up, cause that's somehow that's how therapists work. I can't even tell y'all how many therapists I went through before I. I got so many different diagnoses before I found a therapist who was like, "Oh, I know exactly what's wrong with you." <laughs> like, come on, let's talk about it. So, you know, you got to find it. It's a therapy has to be a fit. It's not just go to therapy. Like, people be like, go to therapy. No, no, don't just go to therapy. Because if you just go to therapy, it's not going to work. Okay? We promise it won't. Don't just go to therapy. Even if you got to quit your job and act like you don't lost your mind. Because sometimes we do need to lose our mind to find it. It's okay. I lost mine. And I found myself and I'm just fine. I really am. I promise y'all. Y'all remember my heartbeat at the top of the show. I'm still living. And if you're still living, you can still love. And if you can still love, you can still laugh and you can still live and get over it. See how that goes into a circle? That's the world. 360, baby. Pie. My life is amazing. Anyways, back to the point. Give shame back. Because, see, I learned that in domestic violence group. To give the shame back. Back where it came from back to who tried to give it to you, back to whoever was trying to make you feel this or that about yourself. Because you know what? If you survived it and you're alive for this, and I'm going to get back to this, is exactly how I got triggered to do this show. I'm sitting up here listening to a really good podcast, y'all. Podcasts are my thing. That's why I started one. I love podcasts. So I'm sitting up here listening to a really good podcast. It's an Australian podcast. Oh, y'all know I love my British and my Australian people. They have the most interesting storytelling styles. Oh, there goes my money. There's money. I still make money, y'all. See, people be like, oh, Brittany, you need money. I know. That's why I make it. See, I don't have to tell y'all what I do. I don't do nothing called laying on my back. I put too many dollars into my brain. Augsburg. Augsburg is expensive. Thank goodness. Shout out to my tribe, Malax. If y'all want to have fun, get out of the city, not be sitting around bored. I don't just go to Mystic Lake. You already been there. There's a bomb. I'll go to Mystic Lake too. We like Mystic Lake. We love to support each other. However, if you want a new experience, go on ahead to Malax. I'm telling you, they got the buffet. My fat self gets in. <laughs> they got the buffet. They got the hotel. They got the kids quest. They got the museum. They got everything up there. It's the stuff. So check that out. Anyways. Point being, <laughs> I'm listening to this podcast, Teacher's Pet, 
And as I'm listening, it's another one of those stories about a woman who she doesn't make it, y'all. Like, and I told you how I hate doing the statistics. This is why I'm speaking into the universe. A computer is coming my way. A laptop that's small enough for me to carry around and pop in and out of my fanny pack. Yup, that's right. I got a fanny pack. People be trying to come at me about my fanny pack. But everything I need is in there. That's why when I was laughing with my cousin on Facebook today, like, uh-uh. She had some videos. Some, and that's some domestic violence. That, oh, see? Yes. Thank goodness. See, this is why this is the topic. The universe just brings it all together. Mm, I love life. Thank you, life. Anyways, thank you, universe, really. But anyways, she done posted this Facebook video. And this man, like, she was like, uh-uh. This man then came in on his wife dressed up in some crazy clown suit like a murderer with a bloody towel and a chainsaw. And he actually started the chainsaw. He could have actually killed her. I have a fanny pack, see? That's why that won't happen to me. My fanny pack sits right there. If that door crack, creak, bang, anything, footsteps, any... Psh, psh, I, I go to sleep with the rain music. Please believe the rain music ain't nothing but white noise for me. I hear everything. You can't sneak up on this ninja, okay? That's why we got y'all. We can jump out of a tree and stop a ninja, no problem, okay? I hear everything. You ain't rolling up in the bathroom on me when I'm in the shower. There ain't that much hair lotion, hair grease, hair lube for me. No way. Mm-mm. You would have been an accidentally dead husband. <laughs> but anyway, accident, keyword. I ain't lying. I don't even have to proclaim that, though, because my husband don't do stupid stuff like that to me. That man is top, man, talk about top security. Man, and I'm not playing or clowning on him. He needs his own private security firm. Not only do he know all that jujitsu, MMA, taekwon, whatever, pack a nigga, punch a nigga, smack a nigga type stuff, he's all about the security. He walks the whole perimeter. He's the mayor of the block. He knows everybody lives around. Like, don't nobody need no security system. He is the security system. That is my guy. Anyways, so anyways, domestic violence, giving that shame back. So I'm listening to this um, podcast and I'm like, man, she didn't make it. And here she has a husband who was friends with all the police officers, a rugby player, so well known. Everybody loved him. So yeah, Mm -hmm. don't it sound familiar? Cause y'all who know my story know basketball player, international basketball player, does this and coaches, cause that's another thing the dude was doing, coaching, he was a coach. They always wanna mold somebody's kids, don't they? Ooh, them sadistic peoples out here that needs to deal with their issues that don't wanna do it. We got tissue for you, I don't have the tissues, but there are some trained specialists and they will not make you feel bad, I'm telling you. These women, cause they made us do a class. Ooh, I was so pissed, I still went, y'all. See, again, shout out to that because they're real for that. They have you listen to somebody who works with the men to talk about the men's programming so that you can also understand what is going on. Not that you need to start feeling bad for your abusers out here, but for those that want to help, it's like when you, somebody is large and they want to say, okay, you know, I love my large body and I love my large self. Cause see, I didn't do that. That's what you have to do. No matter where you're at, you do show yourself that love. Even if it's like, I love this curvaceous rub. I love how it looks when I put this particular dress on. I got a nice set of whatever I want to say, because maybe I might have kids listening. Gotta love yourself at every stage and every size. That's something that I've had to learn to do over this having kids life. Because <laughs> you have no idea. That's when people be like, y'all want to buy you some clothes? Don't buy me no clothes. I don't want no clothes. Heck no. Because probably next week I won't fit it. I'll either be too big or too small. Depends on if my husband got in the kitchen and made me some Puerto Rican food. Or if I'm over here on my yogi swag with a kamusha. You never know with me. Anyways, though. So. 
Um, point being is that this dude was so tied into the community. He had such a persona and they had such a little nice picturesque, perfect life, like the little picturesque, perfect life I used to have behind the gated community with the swimming pool and the little Ethan Allen designers to come by your house every season and offer you services. Did you want to spruce things up? We have some season's furniture that's coming in for the compound. Yeah, that crap. You know, they had that type of lifestyle. So when the woman went missing, people didn't even care. That would have been me, y'all. Nobody would have cared. I'd have been gone and nobody would have came looking for me. Especially because people can't stand me. My family can't stand me, y'all. It's okay, I'll say it. I love them and they love me too, but they can't stand me. That's why they stay away. We stay away from each other because we know better than to get around each other because it's going to be this, that, that. And not no more because I didn't change. They don't know it yet, but that's okay. They can catch up with me a few years from now. I'll invite them to a big house somewhere on a vacation on some private little clue game. Have y'all ever seen that movie Clue? Look, I'm really going on a ramble, y'all. But this is fun, so I'm gonna keep it up. Anyways, so <clears throat> I'm sitting here listening to this podcast and I'm like, man, she didn't make it. And it's all about the persona and because she was going through and everybody knew it. Like, and that's the thing, that's what I was going through. Everybody knew it. I remember going on a vacation with this dude and I had bruises everywhere, you guys, everywhere. And like, yeah, I was on the beach and I didn't care. Like, psh, whatever. I'm an artist too. So I'm just like, psh, this is, this is some art stuff. I look great. I'll just blend this bruise with some Mac makeup and it'll look like some cheetah prints, whatever. We're rolling. Like people think I'm cool and avant-garde and it was cool and avant-garde, but it was really sad. And that's kind of how art is. That's why I love art. Cause you take pain and you make something beautiful with it. But point being, people will know what's going on. Like they're telling this part of the story and I don't want to tell it too much. Cause y'all might go look for it. It's called teacher's pet. I listen to all my podcasts on Stitcher, which my podcast is also on Stitcher now, guys, and on Google Play and on Apple, iTunes or something like that. I don't know. Anywhere you can get a podcast, you can find mine. So that makes me happy because I didn't start out on this like I want to be known. Y'all, I make my podcast on Anchor. Y'all even know what that is? I didn't. My husband found it. So anyways, that's why he's my manager, guys, because he be, he be figuring it out. He be booking stuff. That's the guy. So anyways, I'm sitting here listening to this podcast and they're talking about how she went to a dress fitting which I've done this because I was modeling and doing things so she goes to a dress fitting and the people making her dress they see she has bruises like a bruise on her shoulder so they're like well we just met her so we don't want to say anything to her about it so they don't say anything to the to the lady about it and then as they're going through the dress fitting because you know this is really what happens like you start off kind of uncomfortable because a lot of times when you're artsy Arts people aren't always the richest people. We're just like a bunch of creative minds just collaborating and getting together. Somebody has space, somebody has wine, somebody cooks, somebody has a, a music, someone has a voice. We just make it happen, just get together into a space and get creative and blow off steam and it's beautiful and um, amazing. And that's why I love my artists because you're creating something instead of talking about people or stuff or whatever people do that don't do art stuff. And I'm not talking about y'all either. I love people who love to consume content. If it wasn't for content consumers, the small and tiny group of us creative people wouldn't have the beautiful audience to come and give us the heart and give us the love that really inspires us to do what we do. So yes, everybody has a purpose. That's why I like to say we're all a tribe. I look at the world as my tribe. Even if I don't know you yet, you're gonna be a part of my tribe one day because in a tribe, everybody has value. Everybody matters. So anyways, see, that's why we hug, yogis, hug, it's all global. But yeah, like, 
they've seen it. And so then she starts to get comfortable because this is what happens at a dress fitting. You're sitting around, you gotta be there for a long time, you might be on a deadline, whatever. So everybody's just comfortable. So as she starts to get comfortable and they start to see more of her body, they see these terrible bruises inside of her legs and stuff, and they don't say anything. And I guess one girl pulls her into the closet and says, well, what are you doing to yourself? <laughs> Like somebody said to me, talking about some, I thought you would have been the one beating this person up. Like, you would just say the most ignorant stuff. That's why we'd be like, I'm not about to tell nobody nothing. This is my story. This is my business. I ain't telling, I'm supposed to post some sideline shit on Facebook. I'm pissed. Like, I'm not telling nobody nothing though, because people are going to say some ignorance. You know, or you're going to have those niggas to be like, oh, shawty, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, really? Are you? Uh, shut up. <laughs> like, if you're not equipped to deal with the situation, back up, okay? Like, so anyways, um, yeah, they didn't care. Like, no one said anything, no one did anything. And then to make matters worse, her husband was a huge douchebag that was out here coaching kids and being a, a gym teacher and then finding little high school girls to perv on in Australia, the legal age of consent is 16. It probably, wait, look, I say girl like all my listeners are women. I got plenty of male listeners. My bad, y'all. No diss, no diss. But I just feel like I talk about things that are very, you know, feminine based and based on the fact that I'm all love and light, you know. I shouldn't be stereotypical, though, because there are men that are love and light. So my bad, y'all. My bad, my male yogis. My bad, my bad, my bad. So anyways, though, but I might say girl sometimes. So in this moment, just get super empowered and be like, yes, she recognizes me as the center of the universe because that's what women are. That's why Native Americans, shout out to my natives. What, what? There's an actual literal word for that, guys, like a scientific word. And I know it. I can't pull it up right now because I've been chilling. When I say I've been chilling, that means I've been chilling. <laughs> so I can't pull it up off the top of my head, but I will Google it and share it online on my Facebook, Luna Moon. Um, so yeah, but there's a word for this where societies are not, not, not patriarchal, matriarchal. See, I knew it was going to come to me. Shout out Augsburg. Education, y'all. Get you one, whether it's street or book. Just get an education somewhere, somehow. Anyhow, because that's what they used to have, apprenticeships. You didn't go to school because school was expensive or school was only for a certain elite. You had to be born in a certain family with medieval studies. I'm telling you, education, it's free now. It's free. There's so many free education opportunities. If you don't know how to get you a free education, holler at me. I used to be a financial aid representative when they used to allow you to actually advise people on how to get into college. They fired all of us, y'all. It's illegal. They don't even allow you to be a financial aid representative anymore. You are no longer allowed to help people navigate the financial loan system. Y'all, this country, corruption. Mm. But guess what? It's not illegal to do anything for free. So if it's free, it's me. Need a resume? Holler at me. Need help finding financial aid? Holler at me. Need help finding a grant? Holler at me. Need help finding a scholarship? Holler at me. Need help finding free summer education for your kids? Holler at me because my auntie knows everything and I'll forward you emails all day long. I got researchers, my R&D and development team. That's my sister, Tracy, and my auntie. I'm not going to shout her out by name because I don't know how comfortable she is. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to do her like that. But anyways, she, she'd be hooking me up with all the good resources and information. And you know what I do? Forward, 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 forward. Everybody I know, get it. So if it's free, it's me. So please believe. I know how to be a homeless hippie and live the good life, y'all. So you can do it too. I'm not encouraging it because it's not for everybody. 
We need people to be a part of the system. I enjoy my system people every day. My system people helped me handle a bunch of business, and I had to thank every single one of them because they waived fees. Not, not, and I'm not saying who because I'm not about to get nobody fired. They waived fees. They gave out free envelopes. They hooked the ninja up, hooked me up with some bottled water from the back. Y'all is the bomb. So anyways, just saying, treat people right and they treat you better. My husband taught me that. But anyways, back to the point. This woman literally was going through it, y'all. But because she had a perfect life with what people considered to be the perfect type of man, nobody helped this woman. And she was too afraid to help herself. And I know that life, y'all. And you will do anything. See, she wasn't even terrible like me because I was terrible. I was like, oh, psh, you going to be an A? Oh, okay. Well, psh, I'm the team A. You petty? If you petty fap or petty wap or whatever that dude's name is, I'm petty, I'm petty petty wap of the trap. You don't know. I'll talk back. I'll leave. I'll do what I want. You won't know where to find me. You'll be pissed. I'll find a bigger, meaner monster than you. He'll shut you up and shut you down. Y'all can bang, bang, gang. You know, you know, so there was a time in my life. That's why I'm saying give shame back. Because, see, I was responsible for being childish and immature. But once you get grown, you don't care about the childish, immature stuff you did anymore. People will be pissed because they'll try to bring it to you. And I'll be like, yep, so what? That was two weeks ago. Yep, but I was in a different place two weeks ago. So now what? <laughs> I can't. Because two weeks going to turn into 10, going to turn into 20, going to turn into three years from now, going to turn into who even remembers that? Because the people around me now aren't the people talking behind my back. See that? Ooh, but I'm not blasting nobody. I'm just giving shame back. And that's what you got to do. You got to give people their shame back. Because when you learn that there are people out here that are going to give you a hug instead of a hangover. When you learn that there are people that are out here that care about what you've been through, that been through it too, that got up, that got out of it. And we are a small group. That's why I had to come on here. Do you know that they say that 75% of these situations end and homicide 75% of us women we are dying because our partner killed us and do you know what they ain't going to jail they ain't going to jail because you didn't call the cops don't call the cops if they're not gonna help you because I know that he was friends with the police you know what they're gonna do they're gonna do what they tried to do roll up in there and assassinate me in the dead of night and make me fight for my life and then, oh no, she wasn't supposed to survive the assassination attempt. So now we got to turn around and slam her and write a bunch of false reports and block her from being able to get records of the stuff that she called and reported and tried to get help for, that type of stuff. And then you got the system fighting the system because you got courts like the attorney general. Again, there are programs that will help you. I'm out here on witness protection, y'all. And I will say it, I'm not a witness, but I needed protection. So don't nobody know how to find me. Don't nobody know where I live. I'm not violating anything by being on social media. But I don't have to give you my information nowhere that I go. And I get to call myself whatever name I want. Bam, you don't like it too bad. Shouldn't have to have the police fighting against the judicial system, fighting against other parts of the judicial system. I'm telling you, y'all, when you get into this, it's just as bad as the government. Y'all up in here, all elected by the people, supposed to be doing the same thing, making life better, making the country better, except you're just trying to get better. As in better paychecks, Better freaking theft, better, better anything that makes all of us suffer more. That's what they up in the government doing, fighting against themselves, eating each other alive. Meanwhile, here we are, the people on the ground, like, what's going on with Medicaid? Oh, nobody can afford insurance anymore. Why? Why do we all have to have something that we can't afford, and when we have to use it, we still end up bankrupt? Mm. Anyways, let's talk about it another time.
So yeah, giving shame back. So I'm listening to this podcast and I was like, I just really have to talk about this. So anyways, you got to give people their shame back. Even the people that say that they're there to support you and treat you poorly and put you under more stress when they should be looking to help you. Give them their shame back because it's not your fault that you're going through this or that you went through it. And there's something on the other side of it, too. As long as you can hold on long enough and as long as you continue to look for resources, there are people out there that will help. So I want to encourage anyone who's been through it and that's still picking up the pieces. I want to encourage anyone who's in it and still trying to sort things out because guess what? I want for everyone to get out, but the truth is the statistics say that most of us won't. So there are some of us that will end up in that situation and might be gone, but I still want to encourage that person because every single day that you make it, you're a survivor, not a victim. And I had to correct someone close to me, someone proximity close, because there are some people right now that are proximity close to me that are not close to me, but that has to happen when you have to deal, deal with certain things sometimes. So shout out to those of you who have to go through that. But the truth be told, it's not an easy situation, no matter what your set of circumstances is. It's a special set of circumstances. Don't let nobody shame you about it, wherever you're at. And guess what else? I'll also speak open to that. You might be with the person that you love and you might want to have a future with that individual. Go get help. Because guess what? It's a myth. There's, that's why you go to domestic violence group. It's a myth that you can't be in a domestic abusive situation that gets better. It is a myth. The myth, though, there's another myth attached to that. The myth that it'll get better without intervention, that's a lie. You'll die. Let me just say it. If you think that you're in a domestic violence situation and it's going to get better without help, that's a lie and you're going to die. So I can't tell you what to do. I can just give you the information. And this is super serious. That's why my tone totally shifted. And that's why this show is so good. I'll start with the premise. This woman is dead. Nobody cared in the initial beginning. People are starting to come out about it now because it's now starting to be out here where we're really getting involved with this. And this man never went to jail. The police have not investigated until recently, but the police that were in office at the time that this happened, they filed it away, didn't even look for this woman. They didn't start an investigation until 10 years after this happened. This woman has been gone and missing. Her children have no idea what happened to her and she's been dead, y'all. Hide, probably buried up on her property under the swimming pool is what the new investigators think. They're about to go up in there with some type of sonar equipment and see if they can get under all those 10,000 acres worth of property that these people had and see if they can find this woman. But as of right now, the man is scot-free. It's 30 years later and he's still sitting hum-bum-cumkin on a freaking beach house somewhere. Got away with it. And that is the reality, y'all. That's why I'm saying, if you with somebody, and there's lots of types of abuse because the majority of the abuse that I experienced was not physical. I ain't gonna lie on that man and say that, that he was an every single day beater. That wasn't his memo most of the time. But the truth be told, there's lots of different types of abuse. There's financial abuse. There's system abuse. There's technological abuse. That shit where somebody be on. And women be guilty of stuff too because I'm not just gonna put it all on, all on the men and say all men are terrible and all men are abusers and all men are this. I ain't gonna do that. Because that's not true. There's some good men out here that will never hurt a woman like that. There are some good, like my husband, there are some good men out here that will be down for you and that will hold you down. When they say, I'm going to hold you down, that's real. And they'll show you if you don't believe them. There are some men out here and I'm going to shout them out because even if they're few and far between, there are some of them that are out there and they deserve some credit. And there are some men that are out there getting abused by women who, and again, 
It's many different types of abuse. So get your, get your mind out of that place that thinks that the only way for someone to be abusive is to put their hands on you. Because see, that will help a lot of us from getting into these situations to begin with, talking about this before it happens. And that's why it's my passion to discuss it. Some of it can be discussed in a fun and funny way. Because I was like that in domestic violence group. I was fun and funny all the time. That's why my group loved me. Because we're talking about some serious stuff here. And we got to bring some lightheartedness into some of these conversations. Because if it's all doom and gloom, how are you going to get through it? But anyways, um, if you're in a situation where this is happening to you and you want to be in that situation, you need help in order for you both to get better. And that's not saying that the woman needs to take blame for being abused or that the man who's being abused needs to take blame for being abused. It's just saying we have to learn as people, people, it is our responsibility to start treating each other better. That's the person on their cell phone, ignoring the person in front of them that came to work. You know what? Even if they are talking to their coworker, even if they do seem like, oh, you don't have it all together and you're not being as kind as you should. You know what? At least you made it to work. I'm going to give you credit for coming because I wouldn't be able to conduct my business if you didn't show up. So I'm going to at least say thank you. And I'm going to say, hey, I don't know what kind of day you're having, but I appreciate you for showing up to work today because you're helping me handle my business. Try approaching somebody like that and see how they respond to you. See if they don't be like, whoa. Because Siri, that's the reality. We need to stop thinking we're entitled to everything. You are not entitled to service. You are not entitled to be able to go through a drive-through. You better go to a country where they don't have those types of amenities and see what life is really like when you gotta climb the tree, you gotta skin the, the goat or the cow. That's why I like to be a homeless hippie because I walk among the people and I learn how to live many different lives and it gives you an appreciation for what you have. You get your heads out of the clouds and stop approaching people like you're entitled to something. But I am your boss. So that don't entitle you to nothing. Somebody gave you a title and you think that matters. You got to live by that. So anyways, I went on a tangent, but the point is get help. And even if you're already out of the situation, it's a restorative process because you know how I felt after I went through this and after everybody had an opinion about me and after all people said whatever they had to say about it, it made me feel like down in the dirt, in the mud, in the ground, like I wasn't still the most beautiful, amazing, kind person that first popped out, that first was shining and being bright and bubbly, that has a heart of gold that'll help anybody. I don't let people live with me I didn't, and I don't even shout it out. Skip that. Point is, is that I say it every day. I will never be hungry and I will never be homeless as in without some place to lay my head, some place. I might not have a place that I can say is mine and my name is on the lease, but I will have a place because I was always someone who never saw a hungry person and didn't help, who never saw somebody, if I could do something, I'll do it for you. That's why I said, again, holler at me. You need help with something administrative, resume, how to do, used to be my job. I'm qualified, you can see my resume if you want to. No problem. So anyways though, get help, get help, get help, get help, get help. Even if you're not a domestic violence victim, still give shame back. If you're crazier than a mother mugger like me and you cray cray gang and you be singing to your baby, little baby bang bang, product of the crane gang, bang. Back. Yep, you too. You can still get help and there's still somebody who will teach you how to give shame back to where it's due because it's not your fault. It is not your fault if that's your reality. If that's who you are and if things have happened to you and if you have things that you need to process, you can find the right group of people that will do that, that will help you. And there are different parts of the process, there are different parts of the journey. I have parenting workers involved in helping me. I had therapists, I had psychologists, I had a group, 
I had an entire, I literally dedicated myself to my mental health. People don't have to understand it because they sure didn't. They, y'all, they were like, what is she doing? Oh my gosh, this is terrible. She needs to go do this. She needs, it's okay. And, it, and I learned how to give them their shame back. And they'll be upset because people want to be able to shame you because truthfully, you know where that shame comes from? It comes from guilt. Y'all, people feel guilty when you survive, especially, ooh, they don't want to see your face because everybody's sitting there thinking, well, why didn't she tell me? And you know why? Because you know you wasn't going to be there to help. And you know when that person did come to you, they might not have asked for the help you thought that they needed and you didn't want to get involved. You had your own life going on. And that's okay. That happens. And we got to not be bitter with people for that, y'all. Because I used to have a problem with that. I used to be bitter, angry, and bitter. Ooh, and it was like a cancer inside of me. And not only just a cancer, but ooh, I was like napalm, y'all. I would get in my airplane and I'd just fly over wherever I wanted to fly, literally and figuratively. And I'd just bitter. I'd just spray it everywhere. Ooh, it was icky. It was ugly. I don't like it. Don't do it. That's my advice. You ain't got to take it, but that's what I have to say about it. But you do have to learn how to give people their shame back. And this is why I love my sister, my positive Patrice. Because she'll say something like, this is what she'll say. She'll be like, you can honor yourself and speak the truth and still honor the other person. And you'll hear some stuff like that. You'll be like, you're speaking in parables. What are you talking about? But when you think about it, I'm just saying, you have to honor yourself by telling the truth to people. So sometimes for me, actually 99% of the time right now, that's doing what I'm doing right now. Walking away from someone, going somewhere that somebody might be upset that you had to leave. But you know what? That was me honoring my truth. I have to remove myself because I don't have the skills that I need to handle the situation without being disrespectful or without losing myself. So I have to hold on to the person I want to be. So I have to say, you know what? I'm not mature enough to have this conversation right now. I apologize. I need to excuse myself. Ooh, people will be mad. They'll follow you sometimes. But that's okay. Because see what happens if someone crazy follows you talking, eventually they'll realize you'll get far enough away that they'll realize they're talking to themselves and they'll stop. And if they attack you, well then, hey, you're justified. So anyhow, yeah, giving shame back. You gotta, you gotta go on ahead and, and get whatever help that you need in here in these life, in this life, because our life is real, y'all. And if we don't find whatever resonates with us, because I used to think there was a time where I thought my path had to be everybody's path. I'm like, I found this new great thing. It's awesome. It's gonna change your life. Nope, <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> and I'm glad I've learned that because it used to frustrate me. I used to try and force it on people. I used to be like, Come on, we're gonna do this, family yoga. Woo! Five a.m. Get it? They'd be like, nope. We're going to go eat bacon at 10 a.m. And I'd be like, ah, die. You're going to die. Do you want to die? That's what I always said. Do you want to die? See, but him, I can do that too. Because you're not about to stick me with a bunch of Puerto Rican babies and die. Because you don't want to eat right. Nope. I'm going to let you eat your bacon, but you're definitely going to have some kamusha next door. And you don't like it? Too bad. Do you want to be sick? No, drink your kamusha. That's my coconut oil and kombucha. That's probably the biggest message I'm going to preach in apple cider vinegar. Desert Island top three. Number four would be peanut butter. Yep, definitely peanut butter. Number five, y'all, a knife. Everybody, you got to have a knife. Always have a knife. So anyways, giving shame back. That's what this episode was about. I talked about it in a really roundabout way because that's me and 
that's just the way it is. You're going to get stories from me and you're going to get interesting conversation from me. So if you don't like storytelling or you don't like interesting conversation, you don't want to listen to my podcast because it'll drive you bonanzas. And I don't want to do that to anyone. That's why I'm on a podcast, not talking to people. <laughs> I'm talking to myself. And y'all know what? You know what's really sad? I don't even listen to these after I do them because it's like embarrassing for me. I get stage fright. So like I just do it and then I run away. And then luckily I have good people that love me that'll listen and they'll come back and they'll give me feedback and good feedback. Because when you put the right people around you, they love you and they want to see you grow and they will be honest with you and caring at the same time. So that's why I'm going to learn to be more creative with my words, guys. But anyways, um, that's what I wanted to share today. Give shame back. Check out The Teacher's Pet. It's a sad but very interesting and inspiring story because this guy is going back and he's basically doing the investigation. And he's sparking stuff up and he's getting things going. And maybe this lady, you can't really get justice once you're dead, but maybe this lady won't just blend into the many faces of women that this happens to and no one ever speaks for. At least, at the very least, her children will have her memory preserved and it won't be them thinking that their mother just ran off and never came back the way the father is trying to paint the picture that everybody knows didn't happen. Mm, psh, boop. So yeah, anyways, I just, I had to speak to it. It really resonated with me because it's my own personal experience. It felt like, oh my gosh, this is mirroring my life and it just made me so thankful for being here. And I have those moments every day That's why I seek out things that interest me or inspire me because you have to give yourself something every day. That's what that's another thing I learned in a domestic violence group. Like, honestly, it was a restorative process. And I'm going to tell you, all I didn't do it on purpose. Like, I didn't want to do it. I was pissed. I'm like, I why in the world do I need to go and sit in a group and tell people my business and talk about what happened to me when I'm not the one who did this. And I said that to the lady. Ooh, my CPS lady hated me. We did not get along in the beginning at all. I, at the end of it, I'm going to say it ended good because we came to terms. So whenever you can come to terms with someone, you might not be their best friend. But if you can come to terms with someone, you have, you have succeeded in life at that stage, I think. So anyways, um, yeah, like... I did not like it. I was upset. I was like, this is BS. Y'all are racist. You're trying to tell my Native American children they can't use Native American names. And you're trying to tell us what language to speak. And this is racist. Like, this is not okay. Like, and y'all are here because this foo-foo person is a crazy. Like, and got y'all up in here being his friends. And he didn't used his system associates. And this is just wrong. And this is indignant. Oh, I had righteous indignation, y'all. And I'm like, I'm an indigenous. And they're up in here. Native Americans, they're always attacking us. And I can't get equal because the BIA, like, oh, y'all, I was a negative native. I went there. Oh, so I was pissed. But anyway, <laughs> point being is that I learned that you've got to give yourself self-care every single day. Like something. Paint your nails. Maybe you don't like to paint your nails. Okay, take a shower. That's real for mothers. My mother's out there. No, taking a shower is like one of those things. Even if you have to set yourself an alarm and do it, like read a book, something that you like to do. You might like to write a letter. Take 15 minutes on your Pinterest. Take 10 minutes on your Facebook. Something. You got to do something for yourself every single day because you have to remember you're a person too. Because when you forget you're a person, that's when it's okay for somebody to abuse you. When people think, well, how did you think it was okay? You stopped remembering that just because you have responsibilities, yes, mothers hold everything together. We're the glue. That's why I love, that's why I love my Latin. His culture is all about supporting 
and loving and worshiping your wife. When you see them, them little uh, Hispanic girls out there dressed the way they want to be dressed, rolling around with their husband and 55,000 kids, they don't care about having them kids. Why? Because their husband going to work 55,000 jobs to take care of them and he's still going to make time to come shiracha saracha with you. He's going to have fun. Y'all going to live your life now. I can't say everybody's situation is perfect. I'm not going to say that because there's a lot of things that go on in the community that, you know, I'm not going to speak on because it's not for me to speak on. But what I will say is one thing that they do have down and that they will tell you from the minute they meet you is life is about friends and family. If you don't have friends and family, you don't have nothing. And if you have friends and family around you that don't support you, any friend and family in the Latin community that we know, yes, you can live with them. Yes, they will drive you to work. Yes, they will help you get a job with their company. Yes, they'll be there for, they'll do the same thing that other successful cultures do, which is stick together and stop judging each other. So I am a big proponent of that. I'm not about to judge nobody in my community, as in you could be any skin color you want to be. If you're a part of the human race, you're a part of me and we're here together and I want to help you make it better. That's the way I see it. Whatever, if you don't like it. But anyways, point being, go and get help and learn how to give people their shame back because you can hold your head high, even whatever you went through, you could still hold your head high and you don't have to hold it so high that you become a snood. It's possible to be humbled but you don't have to be humiliated by anything or anyone that you've been through. And so to me, I feel like that's the biggest message why I'm very passionate about it. It's why I'm gonna look for and find opportunities to work with women and to also work with men that this is something that they care about or this is something that they want more information about or this is something they wanna educate their young sons about. Because guess what guys? We need to stop talking about it after it happens. This is an epidemic. This is a problem. And you know when this is starting, go and Google. Ask that 20-year-old Google. If y'all have ever listened to my old podcast, you know I always say that. Go ask that 20-year-old Google. Go ask Google how many kids are involved in domestic situations. Children, y'all. Adolescents. Do you know what adolescence starts at? That's what, 12, 13 years old? Children are involved in domestic violence relationships that turn into adult relationships that turn into other children being raised and traumatized. Y'all, we have to talk about this. We have to talk about what we do with our anger so we don't take it out on other people. We have to. because, And we have to talk about how to love and care for ourselves. Because when you love yourself, and very, very, you might have loved yourself when you got into a situation with someone. I'm not saying women who go through this don't love themselves, because I loved myself quite a bit, but I mean love yourself. Love yourself. There's a different self-love, self-care. When you love yourself, you deal with your the things that make you insecure, the things that, that you deal with how you, you when someone, how do you get in this situation? Everybody can't answer that from another person. And, and, and some women will go through this and they might never get to the root of that. But when you do seek out that therapy, you can get to the root of why it's okay or why this happened. And it's okay if you're not there yet. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying get help. Just get help. However you gotta do it, just do it. So that's my message today. Give shame back and get help. Get help and give shame back. That's gonna be this title. Give help, get help and give shame back because you do not have to be ashamed and you do not have to be helpless. It feels that way, 
But if you can hold on, it might tell, they might tell you it's going to be three months. Guess what? I had to wait. I waited eight or nine months to get into domestic violence group counseling. But guess what? It was worth it. Nine months later, I needed it. Trust it. Trust the universe will put you where you need to be at the time you need to be there with the people you should be there with. Trust it. Trust it. I ended up going through the Christmas season and these people blessed our family so much. I had so much. I didn't even know what to do with all the stuff I had for Christmas for my children after all of this. So, and it was just right. We had our condo at the time, the whole, everybody got to come and it was beautiful. So there's, there is something out there for you if you're looking for it. So I'm just putting out that message today. Do not give up, get help and give people their shame back because you have nothing to be ashamed about. All right, y'all, this is Luna over and out. Namaste.